cliffcentral.com. <laughs> All right, listen, I want to bring uh, George Meany in here. You've met George before. Uh, he's George, had you. Auto Trader. Yeah, he's had you on the stage at Auto Trader many times, he says here. Hey, George, uh, how's it, man? Hey, Barry, how's it going? What? Good, man. Listen, I want to buy a Renault 16. What, what do you think? No. <laughs> Ball joints go, Tano. Ball joints go. Uh, thanks, George. I appreciate your help. George has actually had me a few times, you know. Yeah. Uh, three of them were over cars. They sold me shit cars. But other than that. <laughs> <laughs> now, George, well done, George. I appreciate what you're doing. And George and I, I mean, we talk to a lot to each other, and he's very cool. So thank you. What is your question, George? <laughs> 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 no, Barry, we, we bring George on every Friday to tell us some stories from the, the world of, of, of cars and, and the lifestyle of cars and everything else. He goes to all these shows all over the world. So actually, he's here to tell us some stuff. Do you want to hear it? Absolutely. Can I just quickly, on a pain in the ass, I, somebody yes. said to me the other day, why don't you buy an e-car, an electric car? I said, are you crazy? Yeah. What happens if there's load shedding? My car's going to stop in the middle of the motorway. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> go, George. It's your time, ladies and gentlemen. George, go on, George. Auto Let's go. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Barry, I, I, I drive one. Um, I, you know what? I actually, I actually almost ran out of uh, a battery probably a few months Uh-oh. back, but that was Uh-oh. my own fault. Was, we were on, I think, stage seven load shedding or eight load shedding, mm-hmm. on eighteen load shedding or something. Um, and I woke up one morning, I had to go to the other side of Boxburg somewhere to, you know, some car dealer and I had 30% on the battery. I would never have made it there and back. Um, and it was load shedding. So, um, I'd forgotten to plug the car in overnight, forgot. Um, that's a you you problem, George. That's that's a you you problem and a your fault. It's my fault. You've got to be positive about this, George. Exactly. But the positivity was uh, um, I found an area not too far from me being Boxburg that wasn't in load shedding and I managed to get to the fast charger, charged the car for 30 minutes, went on my way. Look at Boxburg to the rescue. Thank you. Boxburg. Joel, well done. What else? What sort of other useless information? <laughs> Here's a piece of useless information. Who so, so said if you were stranded in Boxburg? Not me. <laughs> there's, there's a there's a there's a there's a, uh, a a big motoring world, uh, which is a car dealership in uh, in the UK. Um, and this um, gentleman by the name of Graham Mitchell. Nobody knows who Graham Mitchell is, but uh, his name is Graham. I do. Mitchell. He, just, he owns Motoring World. I know him. (laughs) (laughs) He decided to do an interview differently. So what kind of interesting interviews have you had if you've gone for job interviews? So what he did was he took the candidates, put them in the back seat of an M5 competition and put a racing driver in the front, put helmets on obviously, and sat next to them and conducted the interview while racing around the racetrack. Wow. And then and, he watched uh, he watched them to see if they were if they were reacting badly. Well, he was. Uh, he said it was the perfect opportunity to create a pressurized environment <laughs> and tell toilet paper at the same time. Well, exactly. I, I, I actually spoke to someone who is a proper bona fide billionaire in dollars, and he told me that what he used to is do. He single? No, he's he's very old now. Oh. Uh, what he used to do is he used to put himself in the passenger seat and then tell 
the person he was interviewing to drive them to the warehouse or whatever. And he'd watch the way they behave in traffic. If they were anxious and if they were too um, uptight and if they brake too quickly or if they drove too fast. And then he'd figure out if these are people who can be relied upon or not. You can see it in their driving. This makes a lot wow. of sense too. Yeah. Well, there was a big, uh, uh, there was an entrepreneur in uh, in the United States, a similar story to yours, Gareth. He would take the candidate to the local coffee shop. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there's the story about these two candidates, one highly competent, got all the degrees, and the other one, yes, got the education, not uh, uh, not as class straight A student as the other one. Um, and Very he hired this one. <laughs> he hired the second one. And uh, when he was asked, well, why didn't you hire the straight A student? He said, my test at that coffee shop is actually how they treat the waiters. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very good. So yeah. it doesn't matter what their education, how they're going to treat other people in their job is going to be the deciding factor of their success. I, was just, I did a gig for a friend of mine who runs Pick and Pay in Zimbabwe. And he w- joined there and he pulled me up there at a golf day and he mm-hmm. didn't tell anybody who he was. And we spent the day jawling around in this golf cart talking to these suppliers and whatever. And the most of them were okay, but a couple of them were like really, really arrogant towards Malcolm, my mate Malcolm, you know. Mm-hmm. And I asked him the same thing. Why are you doing this? He says, because I want to see who's who in a zoo. Because when they're coming to my office next week, they're going to get the biggest fright of their life. And that's what happened. A few of the guys I know that as they walked in, they realized it was this. And he said, just leave. We're taking your shit off the stuff because you treated me like I was. Wow. A- so it's the same principle, isn't it, really? Exactly. Sure. Good, that's, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's like there, should be, there should be a test for how you treat people because at the end of the day, we're all – people in this world trying to be successful. And, uh, you know, if you're going to be a dick, it doesn't matter how clever you are. Yeah, that's 100% right. You can't be just a dick. You have to be a dick with a vagina as well. Otherwise, it's not perfectly (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't mind, I would appreciate it if you call me um, Shirley Simpiwe. (laughs) <laughs> Is that how you identify? <laughs> All right. What else, George? Um, and then, uh, uh, and then, and then, finally, Gareth, what uh, what are weird things that uh, you have potentially left inside a car when you've sold it, um, or maybe you found inside no. a car when you bought it? So, um, right. just run a car dealership chain in the UK again. They've got 500 branches, and they have found over 130,000 items uh, in per year across their 500 dealerships. So 130,000 items per year. But what uh, were they? From wallets to shopping bags to dash cams to charging cables, all the normal stuff. But mm-hmm. the worst of them is one day um, a couple walked in to buy a car, um, left left their child in the car oh, okay. that, they were, that they were trading. Well, now, <clears throat> the reason they did that wasn't because they didn't like the child or they forgot about the child. Each parent just thought that the other parent had taken the child. Uh, and they didn't no, well, that's, uh, that's not true. I think it was because there's a, there's a real shortage of orphanages and uh, the motor yeah, dealership. Boom, boom. Team. Yeah. Right. And perhaps they, they were, they were selling car seats. Dogs in cars, uh, hard boiled eggs. Imagine finding a hard boiled egg in a car. What if you don't find the hard boiled egg in a car? 
Yeah, well, that's crazy. That'll be a very bad joke. <laughs> oh my god he just keeps it he just keeps on coming all right well Please listen don't uh, that again. barry's close enough <laughs> barry we love you thank you so much oh, my friend and, and it's, been so, it's been so lovely to have you on here and, and thank you for sharing all of this stuff um it's it's nice to nice to have meaningful conversations on a friday but also make us laugh and uh george good to see you we'll catch up with you next week Everybody have a happy weekend. We will see you on Monday. Bye.